is the JFG Podcast. Episode 54, To Me, To You. This week, Ash has been paving, patching and gardening. Alex has been rallying, dooming and trackmania-ing. We're good to go for community games. The 2D Don is celebrated. We have a top five agoraphobia edition. And finally, Funk arrives in the hunter's dream. Enjoy, buddies. Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. This is episode 54. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend, Mr. Ash. Hey buddy, how you doing? Hey buddy. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I've <laughs> hey, had... <Paco. laughs> hey, whoa. Yeah, let's be upbeat this time. You know, none of this negative Nancy bollocks. Let's, let's take it by the balls. There was some sad and sombre news in last week's episode, but we we pushed through, buddy. But there'll be none of that this time round. No, it's all good news all the way. I've got some uh, funny things that have happened this week. Well, one funny thing that I literally pissed myself at. Literally? Nearly. I was very close. Okay. (laughs) So, um, this guy, he's got some tattoos, yeah? Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's nice. Where, uh, where are you, sorry? At, I'm at work. At this point. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, he's wearing shorts and he's got tattoos on his legs and he's got people's faces on his legs. I'm like, okay, they're probably like family members or, you know, that that's what people get, you know, of portrait tattoos, wouldn't you think? Uh, I mean, you're probably kind of anaesthetised to the idea of someone having lots of tattoos of people's faces on them. If I saw that, I'd be like... What the fuck? Why has that guy got faces on? But <laughs> okay. well, it's a thing. You, People do. You're more this. accustomed to it, I think, because okay. of the sort of clientele you hang out with. But yes, Maybe. I suppose someone you like or someone you love—that they would be the first two. Yeah, choices. Exactly. No, it was, yes. it was famous people. Mainly right. comedians. Okay. I'm like, okay, yes. Yeah, so I saw Lee Evans. There. I'm like, okay, that's a bit weird. That's that's that, okay. That's really strange. Yeah. You know what is even weirder than having Lee Evans tattooed on your leg? <laughs> having the Chuckle Brothers tattooed on your leg? <laughs> 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 I shit you not. This guy had fucking Chuckle Brothers on his. Like, I think it was like his inner thigh down by the <laughs> knee, and I was like, wow. Don't see that every day, do you? You know, that takes some fucking balls. Did you ask him why? <laughs> no, I just no. laughed and couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was uh, it was fucking fucking weird, buddy. Um, also, I, I met a guy with three thumbs this week. That happened. R- you know, where was the extra thumb? It was coming off the, the the first or second thumb, halfway up, just little nubbins coming out. Had its own nail. That's horrifying. I know. It scared the shit out of me. 
luckily these things weren't on the same day because like I I don't know what would have happened. I, I, I was going to say, if, if you met a three-thumbed man with a Chuckle Brothers <laughs> tattoo, then we might as well just fucking I call mean, it a day, yeah, buddy. That, that's it. There's nothing else. You know, there's nothing more to life than that. It's <laughs> funny because you, you put this, um, or you, you noted down this experience in the notes, but you just put CB, and yeah. I spent the last two days trying, <laughs> trying to guess. Trying to work out what CB what was. CB. That's what I was like. I was like, yeah, I'm going to... Keep it, give it like a cryptic code of. Uh, I never would have got it. No, I never, never would have got, got that, would you, buddy? Not in a million years, no. <laughs> you wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> yeah, Charcoal Brothers. That's what it is. Oh uh, yeah. So probably the highlight of my week. That apart from that, buddy, been in the garden doing some landscaping. Been down old uh, B and Q, spending some money on uh, patios and shit. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, I've got a few days off uh, next week. Uh, so I'm going to be doing some patterning, finishing off my garden ready for spring slash summer enjoyment in the jardin, I guess. Well, I mean, <laughs> pertinent, of course, to our top five this week, where I will do my best to discourage you from going outside yeah unfortunately children you know want to go outside you can just look at them through the window that's true i could do uh, i guess your probably... hands up against it just sort of staring yeah i could just get a cardboard cut out of me and put it in in the garden i mean that would work i actually know someone who could do that for you for about 25 pounds fucking i need their number let's do this <laughs> We get on that. Has he got like a motion sensor thing like the one from Dodgeball? They'll fit sensors on there for you if you want. It'll play like a tune when people walk past it. Nice. I like that. I don't know what tune yet. Like, come back to me next week. I'll have one for you. They specialise in those, um, you know, like the displays that hold DVDs in a supermarket and that sort of thing. The big sort of cutouts. We need some of these. I don't know what for, but you know. That can be arranged, buddy. We need that stuff. (laughs) I know a guy. <laughs> are, you, are you taking anything like that to EGX, buddy? You know, just to I was thinking up. about taking a, a giant cardboard cutout of my own face on a stick and just holding it in front of my own face for That's the entirety good, of the though. trip. Yeah, I like that. As if I was disguising myself with a face no one had ever seen before, but when they finally pressed me to see my real face, it was the same face, and they didn't know who that one was either. So... I mean, that, that's just breaking all kinds of, like, third, fourth wall <laughs> things. I'm just, you know, I'd be true. scared shitless, I think. Uh, finally, buddy, this week I've been doing some PC gaming and uh, oh. it's terrible. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so many issues. Like, I can't stand it. It does my fucking head in. It's great when it works, but... Getting it to work is just a nightmare, but I'll... Uh... I think there is not an official tagline for PC gaming, but if there was, then that tagline would be, it's always something. <laughs> Definitely. It's always something. Yeah, it's always something. There's something It's a wrong. setting or a driver yeah, it's or... It's got to be something. Yeah, <laughs> an something. update. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll go into that like later on when we go into what we've been playing but yeah not not happy with pc gaming at all right now um it can die in a fire of some nice. sort yeah but yeah buddy that's my positive week ending on a negative so uh feel pretty good about that uh, <laughs> what have you been up to 
Um, I have been playing a, a wealth of games. Um, I'm absolutely spoiled rotten for the games at the moment, buddy, and I've been playing all the games, so I've mainly been doing that. Uh, other highlights include uh, I saw The Man from Uncle, nice. the movie. Uh, that that thing's really cool. It is. I loved it. It's lots of fun. It was great. And uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. I watched it very drunk after game night, actually, and then re-watched it the following morning. Nice. <laughs> so, been there. So I suppose I watched it twice, but I, I don't think it counts. Probably one and a half would have been more realistic. Yeah, I reckon um, so. Very, very cool. I like the fact that uh, Superman, who is British, is playing an American. True. Uh, and the American guy, Army Hammer, which isn't a name, is playing a Russian. Yep. Um, it's, yes. And then there's Hugh Grant, which is fine. That'll do. So, yeah, that was cool. Uh, what else? Went to some friends for a board game night on uh, Saturday. We played lots of fun games. Uh, we were going to play this game about camel racing. Okay. Um, I don't really know what that was all about, but it's uh, some sort of some sort of board game where you're racing camels. You have to bet on camels. You can screw people over by betting on other people's camels, and there are odds involved. So it's a betting game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping it was going to be one of those gigantic mechanical like horse betting games from the arcades where you sit on a stool. Yeah, and you bet on a horse, and then they all go along the top. <laughs> but uh, I don't think they had the space for that. But unfortunately, unfortunately yeah. as we started setting up the camel game, we found out that it was an expansion pack. Nice. Uh, and they didn't have the actual game. <laughs> they had an expansion which didn't have all the pieces well, for the actual game. You, yeah, you don't want to do that. So we just played Cards Against Humanity instead. Have you ever played that? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, I don't have a social life, buddy. You know this. Oh, fair play. Uh, it's an experience. Uh, it's a horrifying experience uh, involving um, someone reading out a statement with a blank in it and then people trying to find horrible things to fit I in the I think blank. I might have played this. And you have, like, certain cards and you can use the cards to fill in the blanks, isn't it? Yes. Something like that. Yeah, I have played yes. that. And there's all sorts of things about, like, rape and stuff. It's got, yeah, it, it, there's yeah. a certain theme there. Of a non-PC sort of thing. So, yeah, it um, is the best kind of way to play those. It's really games. fun, actually. It's a yeah, fun game. Definitely, it is good. So we've ordered some expansions for that. Ooh. We're going to get stuck into it. You're expanding a lot, buddy. Indeed, buddy, I am in more ways than one because I was going out for my TGI's meal this oh, week. Oh, uh, nice link. Like unfortunately, it. forgot the fact that it's the Easter holidays and therefore TGI's was fucking packed. Yeah, with um, kids. So we sacked it off, went Gourmet Burger Kitchen instead, buddy. And I can tell you, it was a lovely time. Nice. Good news. It was really good. And they have Brewdog in cans. That's also nice. I like yeah. that. That's a tasty you're gonna want, treat. You're going to want that Brewdog. Gibbons, buddy. I'm on uh, uh, Tiger, Everard's Tiger Ale tonight. It's a lovely, tasty beer. I haven't had it for about two years, I must say. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, like, it was just on sale. So I was like, you know what? I'll get that. And it is very good. Oh, fuck me. I've been doing some acting. What are you on about? I know, right? Work today. I have been acting all day. <laughs> Randomly. Because um, obviously I am part of the media team um, at work. 
And uh, there's three of us. And uh, we needed two people to pose as prison officers, like a new fish and then like a six-year-old experienced old old guy. And uh, yeah, we were shooting a health and safety video and I was the new fresh Straight up training guy. I was like, oh yeah, I'm so excited <laughs> to be <Sharpie>. here. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was funny. It was really fucking weird. I've never acted in my life before. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, go? you're just gonna have to get in there and do it. I'm like, oh, sounds fun. But yeah, I, is I, there I, any I, is there any way that I'm gonna get to see this? Um, I could try and get a version to you. I think. <laughs> I think you should. Okay. It's uh, just a suggestion, but I, I don't think <laughs> like I can put that. it out there for everyone to see because, like, it's a corporate video. Um, no, no, that's cool, but, but I, I need to see it though. Okay, yeah. I, I I solved the case of the uh, the broken wire, buddy. I was all about it. I found it. I was like, <gasps> I found it, and that was it. You know, no, <laughs> classic. That, that was a beautiful taste, buddy. I mean, I, I mean, delivered. I can't it imagine such what, an incre- what a tour de force it must be if that's an example of your acting skills. There, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, that happened as well this week, which was fucking weird, and I don't don't really think I enjoyed it that much. <laughs> so you're not gonna you're not thinking about quitting work and uh, going to like drama school or anything anytime soon? <sighs> Unfortunately, not, buddy. I don't think I've got it in me. I haven't got that bug or whatever it is. <laughs> That's certain. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Cool, buddy. Well, that'll probably do us, I think. We should probably move on, because we've got a lot to get through, haven't we? So, uh... I know, and I haven't got a lot of time, so let's crack on, you're right. (laughs) Cool, okay. Let's go and talk about what we've been playing. So it's a mixture this week, isn't it? We've got some stuff that we both played. We've got some stuff that we played separately. Would you like to kick things off with the things you played without me, buddy? Yeah, so I've been playing a bit of PC gaming. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, what really pissed me off. And that was uh, I bought Lego Jurassic World, buddy, because you know how much I love Lego games. For Huge some, fan he is. For Huge some fan. fucking reason, I have like every single one now, I believe, you know, that's ever Children, probably buddy. been made. Um, I've even got one on the Nintendo DS for some god knows whatever reason. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so yeah, I bought uh, Lego Jurassic World. Uh, obviously for my son, it was like four quid or something on um, CD keys. Which I thought, yeah, no, that's 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 fantastic. Um, so, boot up the game. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's, it's really good. Like, fucking, it's got the music in it. I mean, what more do you need from a Jurassic Park game? Uh, I believe it uses the voice actors from the film as well. It's got parts of the original Jurassic Park and the new Jurassic World in there. So it's got stuff for us, I guess, that watched it all those years ago, that loved it. And, you know, it's got all the stuff for the new ones, uh, new people that watch the new one as well. Um, Really fun game. It's, it's a Lego game, so can't really go wrong if you like Lego games. Um, the only issue that I've had with it, and it seems like other people have as well, because I did some severe Googling, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I was on the case. And that is, for some God knows whatever reason, when you try and play it with one controller, 
it always tries to add a secondary character. What? Yep. So, um, you're playing as a single player and then the screen light pops in half, you know, like Lego games do. And second, the second player pops up, but there's no controller assigned to him. There's no keyboard assigned to him. And it's like, right, okay. So I assign a keyboard to him and then I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then the menus drop out, gets rid of him. I'm like, cool, problem solved. Five minutes later, he pops up again. Nothing assigned to him. And th- this is an issue that a lot of people have had using controllers, and it's never been addressed. And fuck that, really. I mean, that's just that's ugh, it ruined it. Like that's I'm, so sloppy, isn't yeah, it? As it well, really like it's is. clearly just a stupid bug that they need to iron out and haven't. Yeah, totally. And um, I managed to get a way of working it by like loading into the game with the keyboard on, then. Using the controller as the second player and then dropping out as the first player. That worked for about an hour and then randomly just fucking player one popped back in and kept doing it. And this is like completely game breaking, is it not? Yeah, totally. You can't play that game with a controller uh, with a single uh, being a single player. It's <laughs> stupid. Like <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, totally. Um, which is a real shame. Uh, I would really love to play this game with my son. Um, obviously, uh, I was elsewhere doing bits and bobs in the garden at the weekend, so I was like, right, load it up, I'm off, have some fun, I'll be back and I'll play with you later or whatever. And like every five minutes he'd be like, Dad, it's fucked. Obviously he didn't say that, that'd be weird. <laughs> Father, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did, I did end up playing it for uh, an hour and a half or so with him, and I really enjoyed it. It's, it's a cracking game, and for four quid. I mean, you can't go wrong, apart from, you know, what I've just stated. You can't play it on your own. <laughs> so, yeah, a bit disappointing, but I'm looking forward to playing that game again. Or, uh, you know, next time. Uh, next, once again on the PC, last week I was talking about the Orcs Must Die Unchained beta, buddy. Mm, I'm looking forward to this. So I downloaded it, and um, on game night I played it for a couple of hours after going offline because I I, 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 I quit out of playing with you guys about like half eleven thinking like, oh, my daughter's going to wake up soon, I'll just, you know, get ready. And yeah, she didn't wake up for like two hours, so I was like, well... I'll in that time I played some Orcs Must Die Unchained so um, I pretty much got through the tutorial and had another little go uh, It basically it's kind of just the same game with uh, additions of uh, these oh, I'm trying to remember what the names of them like keepers I want to say so you know uh, you, you lay all your traps down um, should we do we need to discuss what this game is, or do we just say... Uh, very briefly, this is a tower defence game where you have a portal at uh, one end, a door at the other. You can have multiples of those, but to start with, um, orcs will break through the door and they will path themselves to the portal, um, and you will have a path on the screen, a sort of wispy line, so you can see where they're going to go, and it's your job to uh, third-person shoot the shit out of them, but also you save up money, which you earn to put traps down, most of which are quite funny, like yeah. uh, anvils and spike walls and tar pits and that sort of thing, and the idea is to kill all the orcs and not let any of them get into the portal. Uh, you can play it co-op, and it's massively fucking fun. Yes. Um... 
so yeah, the addition of these like keepers, I think they're called. Uh, pretty much, they're like guards that you put right at the back. They're like little characters or big fucking characters, really. Um, and they they are your last line of defense, I guess. I mean, in the stages that I played, they never actually did anything. Um, so I don't know actually like how much damage they can do and things like that. But, but you know, as it ramps up, they're going to come oh, into play quite definitely. heavily. And from what I remember, these are the things that, you know, are going to be what you have to pay for, really. Uh, so it's introduced, like, cards that you can collect. Uh, and these characters are different cards from what I I can see out of it. Um, I need to play a bit more of it, obviously, to get a fuller understanding. But from the the basics that I played for it, it, it seems like the, it's the same game, and it's going to be a lot of fun. The art style has changed uh, a little bit, I must say. Um, kind of more like Clash of Clans or that kind of cartoony way, because it was like a three D cartoony. I don't know, art style in the first place, but it's got a bit more, like, rounded, I guess I would say, or matte, maybe, you know. Because it was kind of, it was borderline cell shading, wasn't it? Before yeah. Before it kind of had that sort of thing going on there. But, yeah, it's it's definitely <coughs> definitely gone more more that kind of art style, I must say, which isn't a bad thing. Like, it when I first loaded it up, it didn't feel like an Orcs Must Die game. It It, it did feel like some kind of... I don't know, it's trying to getting a different crowd of people from from the way it looks uh, to what the old ones do, which, you know, which is fine. Uh, uh, we'll have to wait and see to see how the free-to-play thing goes. But That's my, ma- that's my big concern. Yeah, and, and I'm definitely if, concerned about that. I mean, if you're in a situation where you've got these last line of defense folk that you can buy, then that, that basically becomes... Yeah. a pay-to-win option, which would be a big worry, but uh, I suppose too early to judge. Um, I, th- I guess that like that, that pay-to-win scenario is going to come into like the leaderboards, but you know, hopefully, it won't come into just like the actual playing of the game. But I don't know. I'll have to see, buddy. But I'm I'm still looking forward to it, and hopefully, I'll get some time to chuck a few more hours into it because I did enjoy my time with it. I must say. Nice, buddy. Yeah, I'm glad it. you got the chance to give it a go. Yeah, only a brief go, but a go at least, which was good. So uh, that's pretty much the games that I've played on my own. What about you, buddy? What have you been doing? Uh, okay, I've been playing uh, more Trackmania Turbo, which I'm absolutely loving. And uh, I think I'm on the third tier now of uh, the single-player campaign. So the way this works is... Um, the tiers sort of ramp up in difficulty and you unlock them by getting medals in the previous tiers. So uh, to unlock the third tier, I had to get at at least silver medals in all of the races on the first tier and the second tier. Um, The bottom tier, you need golds on everything, and I don't know if I'm really capable of that, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely getting a lot better. I'm getting better at controlling drifting and that sort of thing. Um, and it's it, it is very much the game that I put on when I've got twenty minutes kind of thing. It's um, it's totally that game, and um, I'm not like <laughs> I'm still loving it as much as I did the first time I played it. But cool. it's um, it's fucking great. It's just great, <laughs> and um, 
a really good community game as well. We will go into that later. But um, this could be the perfect community game because you can literally make a multiplayer session that lasts like a week and people can just pop in there, set times. Like it's like a proper leaderboard kind of cool. time attack sort of thing. Everyone can do it on their own terms. There's no concerns with time zones and anything like that. So yeah. um, we'll have to see who else fancies getting involved on this. But um, yeah, fucking proper cool, buddy. We need nice, to play buddy. some more of this game. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I haven't really played any of it. It's just too busy doing other games, um, trying to cram in some betas and stuff this week so uh, I will I will get around to playing it though yeah man it's not going anywhere so it's all good uh, next I played the Final Fantasy 15 demo which popped up on the store this week I think it was on Xbox as well it was yeah. on both platforms um, feels a lot like a sort of proof of concept kind of demo it, it doesn't feel like a chunk of the game it's it almost feels like an introduction to the mechanics that the game's going to use rather than an actual portion of the game itself yeah they they said that it this is not in the game whatsoever didn't they uh, i'm pretty yeah. sure so it's like a sort of almost like a prologue kind of thing you play as this little kid um, he's in, like, he's asleep. So you're playing in his dreams. You're talking to this little weird dog thing with big ears. Um, and I think it was designed to show off the engine and the mechanics and stuff, and probably impress you into pre-ordering it because it popped up on the store for pre-order the same day. Uh, it didn't do that. It didn't impress <laughs> me. Um, it, it did in some ways. It's very interesting, like the um, the style of it. It looks really nice, although. It, it runs at 30 at most. Oh, um, really? Stress on at most, yes. Um, it just it felt a bit a bit ropey to me, but, you know. I mean, it's, this hasn't got a beta tag on it, buddy. This is a demo, so um, yeah, it should true. be more finished product-y than a beta, really. Um yeah, I I'm not a Final Fantasy fan. I've never completed a Final Fantasy. I've only I've only dabbled with a couple of them ever in the series. Uh, I quite liked the art style and I quite liked a lot of the dialogue uh, and I actually really liked the combat, which would probably be a sacrilegious thing to say. People who are big fans of like the old Final Fantasy games, they like the turn-based yeah, stuff. Uh, this style. is this is third-person combat. It's uh it's all real time and some of the power ups and stuff are really interesting. So um yeah. Um I'm not the person to tell you whether this is good. I haven't played the last <laughs> yeah, seven. I was say, we eight can't really games. say um if, It was a if, it was a fun mild diversion. It takes about half hour, forty minutes to play through it and uh but it's free to do that, isn't it? So Yeah, true. So you know you couple of biatches. Why it, not, buddy? Why not, buddy? Uh, the other thing I played on my own was uh, Shuchimi, which is the Vita PS4 crossover game for PS Plus this month. How was that, buddy? That's fucking bullshit, mate. Of course, absolutely. It is. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's it, 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 it. If I if I downloaded this on my phone, I'd be like, this is shit. <laughs> You'd be so to play it on my console. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't, no. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I think it's supposed to be almost like a piss take. But uh, 
It's just I not done know. right. No, it's like then when they gave us that Whoa Dave thing, it's like I, I've no interest in in this sort of thing. Yeah, uh, it, it's got decent reviews. A lot of people seem to be into it, but it is essentially you are a a, a goldfish, and uh, it's like a sort of R type side scrolling. But each each level is only like fifteen seconds long. Some sharks come flying at you, and then some other fish, uh, and you shoot them. Um, and I think the kind of motif of the thing is that at, at the start of each level you can pick a power up and then it'll do something like turn your fire into cannonballs or you'll be wearing like a pirate's hat yeah. or stuff What, whatever it's it's free on PS Plus if you want to give it a go I thought it was bollocks I deleted it within 10 minutes of downloading it yeah I did I didn't even bother downloading it I, I added it to my library just in case, but I just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I promise that you would hate it. Cool. <laughs> but, uh, I love it. Big fan of but shit. Yes. It's, uh, what can you say? Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, I played all the stuff that you played, buddy. So, let's get stuck into the big guns. Shall yeah, we? we've got a lot to get through. So, are we going to go in that order then, do you reckon? Um, I think we should start with the rally. To be honest, okay, it's, the, let's it's go. the big one we've bought this this week. So, uh, yep. dirt rally. What do you make of dirt rally? I'm really shit at dirt rally. Everyone is, buddy. Everyone is. It's, it's uh, so really hard. hard. It's it's like well, we we play a lot of like well simulation racing. Even though this is simulate, I mean like track racing. That's more more like it. I mean. I, I struggle sometimes with uh, Drive Club and the drifting on that. I, I like it. I love it. It's good fun. And I love... A, well, you know me. I love a good drift. Like, all the challenges like on Drive Club, I was like, I'm not doing time attacks. Fuck that. I'll only do drift challenges because that's fun. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> I need to play this game a lot. Just to get my head round how to do the drift properly, uh, I I looked at all, a lot of the tutorials. I like I thought they would be like in-game tutorials, like it, it would show you how to do it, and then you'd have a go at doing it. But it's literally just like a video with a voiceover, and I'm like, great. Doesn't yeah, that's, yeah, that's show a bit me how shit, to that, do it. To be honest, yeah, it's uh, I I want something to be like, yep, drive here. You need to like break around here, slam on the the handbrake, and then accelerate here, and you are good. And I'm like, right, cool. I can follow that, and then I can, you know, adapt to that for different corners or in different situations and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I I want to play this game a lot, but I think it's going to take me a long time uh, to get good at this. I think if you haven't got um, any patience with the racing games, then this game definitely isn't for you, but I'm I'm really enjoying it and looking forward to playing a lot more, even though I'm going to lose a lot more. Yeah, I think your advice there really does ring true. If you are someone who does not have a lot of time to play video games, you probably shouldn't buy this one. Like, it it's it's really tough, and it is the sort of game that it needs you to sit down and play it for a couple of hours maybe a couple of times a week yeah and you and so. you'll get gradually better at it um what i will say is uh, when it i played it at, at, at midnight when it launched and uh, i 
it you know it was it was midnight. I wasn't about to get my wheel and everything out at that <laughs> point. So I uh, I was playing it on the controller and a mixture of the fact that I was playing on the controller and the fact that I was very tired meant that things went very badly. I had a bad um, time. I had a bad time. I pizzaed <laughs> when I should should've, have French fried. Should have French fried then, buddy. Should have French fried. Um, Firstly, it's much easier on the steering wheel. You can catch it if it's spinning out. Uh, you have far more precision. Obviously, this doesn't help most people because most people probably haven't forked out on a racing wheel, but True. it is much easier. Uh, I'm not suggesting that you can go faster. Uh, often with these racing games, you find that actually you can kind of go quicker on the controller, yes. but it's less realistic. But it is, it's easier on the wheel. You can make adjustments better. It feels more natural. And you drive it more like a car, which is kind of conducive to what you want to be feeling. Because and I'm guessing you've got like a massive a grin on your face because you're like, It's fucking great. It is absolutely <laughs> great. The other thing is the car that you choose... It, it makes a massive difference to the difficulty level and the mini that it gives you at the start oh, is really slidey and hard to control. It's horrible. And I quit <laughs> out of that first initial championship and I went into custom event, like single event. Yeah. I loaded up a rally and got in the like t uh, 2012 Ford Fiesta and uh, it was it was like a different game. Like it was so much easier Nice. Um, and I've since kind of been dabbling with cars from different eras and stuff. And the general rule is the newer the car, the easier it will be to drive. Yeah. Um, I found the Seat Ibiza kit car is a really good one to choose. Um, there's a lot of kind of... It, it genuinely feels like a different game, which is something that you, it's hard to get your head around because most racing games I find... You know, no matter how much effort they make on the different vehicles, they don't really feel that different a lot of the time. But with this game, they all feel different. Every car has like a completely different handling model, and uh, that makes a huge difference to things. And the more modern cars, they just they're just more stable and chunky, and uh, I find them much easier to drive. So that's possibly you know a what good doesn't point. help when uh, you're doing a circuit that's all right hand turns. And you blow out your left wheel. <laughs> the realism is intense here. You'll be doing. You'll, <laughs> you'll, have, you'll, be, you'll be eight minutes into a stage, and you'll make a, the tiniest mistake, and you'll fly slightly off the track, and it will come up saying your You're car is dead. not recoverable. You have retired. <laughs> uh, it's a simulation. I've seen some yeah. reviews this week that bashed it for not being accessible to arcade racing fans, which is fucking insane. Like is, this is yeah, a sim. It's ridiculous. It is a sim. The only mistake that they made, as far as I can tell, is by calling it dirt. They shouldn't have put the dirt name no, on this game. No, because a lot of the dirt games have that. Dirt has become progressively yeah. more arcadey since the first one, and then suddenly they put out Dirt Rally, and it's absolutely like rock yep. hard. So, um, my dong. I was hoping this would be like a sort of game night game. I don't know if Funk and PJ have the sort of time to invest in it, where where they'll they'll want to play it, other than just getting angry with it. Yeah, um, because there's going to be but... some progression made by you, definitely. And I'm yes. going to be trying to keep up with you. And yeah, if if that's the thing, like if you don't know how to drive these cars, then you are fucked. It's it's the same. Like with F1, we we went through a massive stage where 
you were just like untouchable in that game and then slowly we've been like reeling you back in whereas now you know we're not not that far away now we've put in some good races like around the Abu Dhabi ding dong you know we've been in a four all the way around that like with overtaking and stuff where we haven't killed each other and that's been some of the best best racing that I've ever like experienced on a console so much fun but this is a different game this is a lot harder I feel it's going to be a lot harder and to master this game will take a hell of a lot longer it's 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 proper edge of your seat stuff like no no matter what part of the course you're on uh, everything it could be all over at any split second and you either like that or you don't um as you say it's it's not accessible it's really hard if you love racing games um if you have a steering wheel uh, either of those two things are true then you you're probably going to want this Uh, you might well have it already but uh, I would highly recommend this because it is rewarding in the same way that Bloodborne is rewarding in third-person shooters. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's hardcore and it feels unfair because you suck balls, but then you get better. And when you get it right, there's nothing sweeter. And uh, definitely, it's a special game. It's a special game running. It looks fairly average as well. I think uh, it looks a bit last gen, the engine, but it runs so smooth and nice that it doesn't really matter. And uh, it can look pretty. I'm a little concerned about the number of courses on there. I think there might be a bit of a shortage of okay. content. I haven't but actually having, looked at how much stuff there is in it. I've only yeah, there's a, there's a three or four stages in each country and uh, sprint versions of those as well. And there's maybe sort of five or six locations. Having said that, some of the uh, some of the rally stages are up to sort of seven eight minutes long. So there's a lot of content there. Really, it's just a single track normally you'd be like okay this game's got 30 tracks or whatever this one might have a third of that but last three times longer so yeah okay yeah it's a cool game and uh we will keep you posted on it uh, i know mel gibson's soul has got this as well now and i'm gonna try and make some sort of i think you can make like a league on the the codemasters yeah, website you said if we um, can make like a jfg league on like there, a jfg be, league on there and pretty then, cool yeah it's uh, me at the it, bottom. It should be fun, and um, I think the the key with this game is going to be consistency, buddy. Which uh, has always <laughs> kind of been my thing on racing yeah, games. Like, I'm not always it. the quickest, but I tend not to crash. Uh, that's not true on this at the moment, but I'm getting there. Luckily, I have some sort of Rain Man like ability with racing games as well. <laughs> so I'm hoping that I should be okay. Gibbons, buddy. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the other big one, shall we? Let's move on to Doom. Yeah, buddy. Fucking loads of fun. Now, I have been listening to some podcasts this week where some people have been absolutely slating this beta. What? And I was really surprised. I was like, Why, what's not to like? But the, the more I've thought about it, the more I realise this is actually a really divisive game because essentially this is like... Going back to like 1999, isn't it? That's kind of what's going on here. Yeah. This is a game. It's a. It's an arena shooter where you run about with a rocket launcher that doesn't one shot kill, and there's no regen health. Um, 
and it, this is going to be marmite for people, isn't it? Like if you think about it. Yeah, I think so. Some I mean, people like, are going to hate this game. That that first game that I went into, I was like, "What am I doing? Just, <laughs> just getting pummeled over and over again." I'm like, "Oh, I'm shooting people and they're not dying." And like, and just, yeah, <laughs> being like, "This is shit." And then like you were like, "Yeah, it's." You gotta play it like a ninety shooter, and I was like, "Oh, I remember them." You have to go and pick up health. Takes like half time. hour, and yeah. then you're like, "Okay, just keep sprinting everywhere and guide the rockets in front of people and shoot at people's feet." Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter where you're shooting, buddy. <laughs> so when when uh, when we got that in our heads, we seemed to uh, absolutely smash it, and it was loads of fun. There's a little cheeky picture that I put on the uh, community, on the PS4 community, of us uh, dominating, I would say. We went from bottom two three times in a row to top two three times in a row. Yeah. And uh, it's loads of fun. I've I've heard some weird shit about this game, buddy. I've heard today, I was listening to Giant Bomb, and they said that the single-player campaign is made by a different studio to the multiplayer campaign. Which okay. sounds crazy to me. Um, I don't I know. Think maybe maybe if, they meant if one... whole different teams, but uh, they was they they didn't like it, and they were saying that they were hoping that the single player campaign was going to be really good. It's worth noting, by the way, this this is going to have a fully fledged like twelve hour campaign as well. Um, I've already seen enough of the multiplayer to know that this is a must buy. Because yeah, I it's so more. much fun. It's the most fun I've had on a shooter for years and years and years. But as I said, a lot of people are not going to like this yeah. because it it is just Quake Three. Like that's <laughs> that's what's fine. going on in which it's is yeah, up, which is buddy. fine for us. But a lot of people are not going to like that. No, um, they're they're going to want well, mainly regen health. I mean, that's the thing that everyone has got so accustomed to nowadays. And, you know, I guess, yeah, you, you run out of ammo, but not as quickly. Like, in this game, you run out of ammo. Like, I, like you kill two dudes, and that's it. You're out of ammo. You got, you've got to find more. And then, like, then you've got to keep this, picking uh, shit up. Yeah, exactly. You just got to go around, pick, 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 pick um, shit up. Pilgrim. <laughs> 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 it's designed like that so that you keep on the move all the time. No one can camp anywhere because they just run out of shit straight away. Yes. They need health. They need, you know. And there's something to be said for that for putting a mechanic in your game yeah, that definitely. makes people and move just, all just the like, time. Um, all other shooters, you need to learn the maps. Uh, but the the benefit of learning the maps here is you you'll know where all the added shields are and, and shit like that. Where all the good stuff spawns. The demon like, rune stuff as well yeah, is really exactly. cool. And whatever that big fucking laser gun was, that was fucking. Oh Ace. yeah, that was a one-shot of that one. But yeah, that was lots of fun. So um, yeah, pretty much the, the the Doom beta has been a lot of fun, buddy. And uh, I believe you got a little bit of news about the Doom beta. Yeah, it popped up on uh, video game sites just before we started recording that uh, uh, they have now announced an open beta for this. So anyone who didn't get the chance to play the closed beta, anyone, essentially anyone who hadn't um, bought Wolfenstein, um, pre-owned, you get the chance to play this on the fifteenth of April uh, that weekend. It will be live. 
Um, so everyone can give it a go. Should pop up into the free in the uh, free to play sections on the stores. Uh, the other thing they announced was the season pass will be thirty pounds, which is par for the course these days. And I can't tell you whether that's good or bad at this point. It's too early yeah, <laughs> to know. I saw but, there uh, was three things in it. Um, I don't know what they were. I didn't read it. But it's it's impossible to know what value that content is yep. at this point. No, you I know, don't. Um, we'll find out in due course, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about this. I, I, I'm also aware of the fact that we've got the old Snap Map. Snap Map. Snap Map. Which means that you will be able to make your own levels, which is exciting. And then yes. the single player. Like, it's been it's been ages since I've, like, cunted my way through a single player campaign on a shooter. So I'm looking forward to that as yeah, well. Yeah, I got halfway through Wolfenstein. I was like, oh, I need to stop too much I've been tempted shooting. by that. Uh, I'll send it down, buddy. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to redistribute some games. I need to send The Witcher back. Still, I was thinking of uh, making a, a a peace offering of Until Dawn to Funk, <laughs> along with The Witcher. <laughs> Not a bad shout. It's got so many games on the go, but, but he's, uh, a bit he's busy though. He days. is a little busy, and we'll get to that later as well. But uh, so but yeah. Yes. After playing Doom, buddy, we loaded up the Division. Yeah. How shit did that look? <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. I mean, the the 30 frames thing was the kicker, wasn't oh, it? But, it was horrible. Uh, My eyes just started bleeding. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah, the, it's because Doom's so quick as well. It's running yeah. at 60 and it's really fast. And then we loaded up the division and I was just like turning oh. my character around to go in home base. And awful. Yeah, it wasn't nice. But yeah, still uh, really enjoying the division, buddy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we got me up to I think I'm up to like level 28 now, so uh, pretty much ready for next week's update. We'll we'll, we'll get me up to level 30, um, maybe later tonight. Who knows? We'll see. And uh, yeah, man, there's there's been some news um, about the division. Uh, I've got something later in some kind of special section. If you know Ooh. what I mean. Uh, I'm going to talk about the division, um, but yeah, buddy, um, finished uh, the campaign. Is that what it's called? I don't, I don't know. You did really well, actually. It, it, we, we went through that final mission with you as a level 26. Like you did well yeah. to get through on that. Like that that mission is not designed for a level 26 to complete it. I'm big dick player, buddy. No, Gibbons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you were a level thirty and I was like twenty-one, so I was continuously fighting people that were like four levels above me, going <laughs> going through those final like uh, that that yeah. There must have been like half the missions left. I don't know, like five or six. So yeah, I mean, it was a different way of playing that game. I feel like I'm ready for hard mode. I reckon that'd be a piece of piss now for me. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, just playing some more of that, man. I wrote like a little 500 words or less, even a uh, little thing. Did you read that? I don't know if you, what you. Uh, I did. Yeah, I, uh, I I didn't get the chance at the time because I was at work. But yeah, yeah I've, uh, I've been looking into that. I like that as well. I think uh, we're going to start writing some little sort of 500 worders uh, for the website, just uh, talking yeah. about what we're playing throughout the week and stuff. It's a nice way of just just uh, an extra feature, isn't it? To it because like it won't take long, but. Um, yeah, so I wrote a little 500 word, or less, uh, even, 
Um, little thing about the division and where I am with it right now and how I think it's going to keep me going. Um, so yeah, and that, that's pretty much get to level 30 and then start raping the dark zone, buddy. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll get there, buddy. You're only a level or two away now and um, then we'll get the chance because I think the division, to be honest... Is the, the the dark zone is designed for you to finish the campaign and then go in there. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think like, it works best if you're a 30 going in there. So I'm looking forward to that because I haven't experienced that at the right level yet. So Yes. Uh, should be too, good. Buddy. Definitely. So the only other one we uh, tucked into, buddy, is the... Um, uh, it's worth noting, by the way, that I've played about 20 minutes of that zombie um which looks really promising, um, although graphically fucking awful. But uh, brilliant! Uh, yeah, I gave that a little go earlier, and um, yeah, it's a first-person horror survival game where you've got a sort of base of operations, and you sort of strike out to do various missions and pick stuff up. Uh, I will be giving that a good old go this week and talk about it next time round. But what we were playing together last night was the other PS Plus title, uh, which is Dark Star. Yes. Which is a um, shooty bang bang space combat Space-y game. thing. And it's all mining. online, which we didn't really... <laughs> yeah, it's got mining. But it's all <laughs> online and we didn't really realise that, did we, before? No, we didn't. I, um, I loaded it up, went through the tutorial and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I was like, right, where's the solo campaign? It's like, nope. I'm like, okay, shit. I have to play this with other people. Uh, not a big fan of that, but you know, all right. I sat there for about 45 minutes, couldn't get in the game, so I was like, fuck this. Played the Division on my own for a couple of hours, then you popped on. And uh, yeah, we like got into it, and yeah, for some reason, um, got straight into a game. It was ace. Worth mentioning, I think it's Dead Star. <laughs> I think I Either said Dark way, just Dark then. Star, Dead Star, no one cares, yeah. it's fine. But yes, uh, this is... Like Asteroids Deathmatch Edition with point-to-point capturing and yes. um, upgrades and stuff. And it's quite promising, I think. I think it could be really fun with if you've got your friends on board. It looks very tactical. Um, how you play the game is very dependent on which ship you choose, of which there are, I think there's like 15 different ships. Uh, so there's a lot to master there, and, and there seemed to be a lot of people on there already who had really kind of grasped Yeah, that. people knew their shit. It had that sort of that. almost MMO like DPS tank like yeah. all manner of like healer like that it had all of that sort of stuff going on which is interesting for yeah uh, and for you've got to weigh up the game. benefits of oh, do you go and attack straight away or do you like mine for resources and then yes. go and attack and it's like oh shit like very tactical yes very tactical. like RTS style kind of thing yeah. But yeah, I I'm definitely want to play a bit more of it. You know, it seems like one of those things that we might just jump in, play a game, and then be like, "That was cool." Go do something else. Yep, and everyone's got it on uh, on our system of choice, so true. That's quite nice as well. Yeah, you can do five v five or ten v ten. So maybe we could get like a group of five, or us two and three others together, and um, lose. I guess. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> But we'd, we'd give it a good go, though. It'd be fun. But yeah. That's about so, it, buddy. Yeah, there we go. Mammoth. Mammoth session of things we've been playing. Uh, there's a lot going on. So what can you do? But um, yeah. Uh, unless you've got anything else, buddy. Nope. I am good, big. Cool. We will move on then. 
it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Uh, PS4 system update is now out. Uh, this is the one that uh, Ash and I have been on the beta for for some time and has lots of interesting features, uh, including a peer offline, uh, friend online notifications, uh, user scheduled events, buddy. Yay. Good for a community. Um, and remote play to PC or Mac. Now, that last one is the real sort of the big highlight here, I think, and it's something we didn't get the chance to test because it wasn't actually live for the beta. True. Um, we'll talk about the scheduled events uh, a little bit later on, but yeah, I, I wanted to focus on this. Uh, this is, yeah, remote play, um, a la the Vita. You know, you've been able to do this on a Vita for some time. And, um, True. Now you can do it on any PC or Mac, uh, provided you have either... Uh, Windows 8.1 or newer, or OS X 10.10 or newer, um, and you can select frame rate and resolution options depending on your bandwidth. Uh, the default is 540p and uh, 30 frames per second, but you can change that. Uh, you can connect a DualShock 4. Um, I think it has to be USB at the moment, although there's I talk of so. them bringing Bluetooth in there as well. Uh, I was struggling. Nice. I've I've tried this out today, and it ran absolutely perfectly with no really? delay. It's absolutely spot on. But is I couldn't over find the a Wi-Fi way. Or is that hard? It's Wi-Fi. Oh wow! Really? Yes, but mm. I I couldn't seem to get it to. Uh, flick up the resolution settings so okay. mine was running at a standard 540p which looks a lot better than it sounds like it would uh yeah i would but yeah. it was running 54030 and so therefore it was running fine um and i on on my mac i couldn't find a way um of getting it to bump up the resolution whether it's a fact that you can't change those settings on uh, a mac at the moment or whether I'm just an idiot, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, uh, all I can say is it, running at the default resolution with default frame rate, it was absolutely spot on. I was playing Dirt Rally um, downstairs on my Mac from the PlayStation up here, and it was running perfectly. Um, That's really cool. So yeah, I, I mean, do you? I, I don't know. I think the true test will be when you're so, on a different network. Yeah, that's going to be, yeah, the true test is like if like you try and play my PlayStation or whatever up here, that that would be the, the way to see if it actually does do anything. But as I understand it, this isn't a local thing anyway. It's running through the net, so... Okay, so it's getting it streamed through there anyway. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it mattered that I was on a local network, although, yeah, yeah. you know, they might have just been yeah. saying that. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, who knows. But I was going to say, so like my my tablet runs uh, Windows 10, buddy. So I can just you know pop uh, pop my troll into my tablet and then uh, then play my PS4 wherever I want. That'd be nice. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's it's very so cool. Uh, I'm, I'm very aroused. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Like I, I'm not like 
I'm not sure at this point in time how I would make use of this feature, but a lot mm. of people would have a lot of time for this feature. A lot of people who yeah. are at work in the city could use their lunch hour to play games on their laptop, like from home. Yeah, and it would be very cool. People abroad, you know, all sorts of different things. Like it's um, obviously this streaming is the future. Uh, we'll have a question about that later, but uh, I'm very impressed initially. Uh, I don't want to jump the gun because I've only done it on the same network uh, so far, but it ran perfect and I was very impressed by that. Nice, buddy. So yeah, we move on in the news to uh, number two, which is Hitman, buddy. The uh, episodic adventures of Hitman. Um, this is episode two, which will release on the 26th of April. Um, great. And yeah. I still want this. I still don't want to pay for it. Uh, IO <laughs> this week warned that the release schedule is subject to change. Yeah. Which I bet it fucking mainly is. mainly means that it's gonna be delayed <laughs> i just don't i don't get this like like they originally said well they said that it was gonna be like this and then they were like oh no it's a full release and now they've gone back to this so clearly something is fucked like well, they wouldn't the have gone back fucked to this it's just not ready because exactly. the, the release date isn't subject to change if the thing is complete yeah like a proper totally. episodic release is you have the game finished and then you release yeah, it bit release by it, bit yeah. as a design choice yeah, you don't release it episodically and say that that's a, a creative decision you've made, and then everyone's like, "Oh, okay, so you just haven't finished it yet." And then you're yeah. like, "Yeah, and that's the we thing; haven't. it just isn't finished." Why not just be like, "Yeah, like we'll just give it to you when it's done." But Bugs no, and glitches no. in that first episode but. as well, by the way. People falling through the world and people not being clocked by security guards and that sort of thing. So it's not like they've split it into pieces and it's come out like super smooth and perfect. And they said originally like one of the reasons they wanted to make it episodic was so they could really put like a proper sheen. Yeah. sheen. Sure. I'm not having it. Nah, fuck that. Oh well. Nope. Hitman do one. <laughs> Still want it though. But, uh, yeah, one day. Not now, though. Not, not for money. Games. We'll move on. Uh, CD Projekt Red. Did you see CD Projekt Red's April Fool's video? I did. <laughs> I pissed a bit more. It was pretty special. Uh, they basically... I mean, if you can win April Fool's, then I think they did in the gaming I circles. I think so, yeah. Uh, they put out a video where they claimed that... Because there have been quite a few, as you would expect... Um, talk to Bethesda about this if you don't believe me. If you're making a giant open world game, then there will be some bugs and glitches you were unable to QA test out of it. It's an inevitability, buddy. Um, it will happen. Some videos have emerged over the last six months or so of uh, Roach the Horse uh, doing various weird bugging out sort of things. Not lots of videos, and they've done lots of patching and stuff, and uh, their DLC, like free DLC, has been second to none. But um, they were kind of doing a bit of a mockery of that. So they released a video where they claimed that uh, Roach's horse physics were so realistic that players were uh, getting motion sickness, so they had to put the bugs in on purpose. And this was a proper like studio documentary of them fucking about yeah. with it. Um, 
but my favourite bit about it was they announced their new expansion buddy, uh, which was a fully voiced version of Roach the Horse. Uh, it was it's a fucking funny video. It's worth going to have a look. They Definitely. they took the piss out of microtransactions and DLC prices as well. It was just <laughs> good shit from uh, a good developer. So special, buddy. Yeah, they've done well there, haven't they? <laughs> so we'll move on, and we'll move on to uh, one of our favourite gentlemen on earth, buddy. Um, the one, the only. Mr. Phil motherfucking Spencer. Uh, who this week has been talking about the uh, Xbox 1.5. He was at Build 2016 Developer Conference, which is a Microsoft thing. Uh, and he was saying that he understands the concerns that users have with the whole incremental improvements stuff. He was basically trying to make the point that it needs to be a big upgrade if they're going to do an upgrade, because otherwise it wouldn't be fair. Which is... Yeah. The well, least we should expect, understandable, really. understandable, you know. It's what everyone wants. It's how it's been for years and how it should always be. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Phil said, uh, I don't know anything about any of these 4K uh, PS4K rumours that are out there, but I can understand other teams' motivations to do that. For us, our box is doing well. It performs. It's reliable. The servers are doing well. If we're going to go forward with anything, like I said, I want it to be a really substantial change for people, a big upgrade. So, I mean, half of that statement's totally true. Some of it's a bit false. I mean, doing well, performance... I mean, it depends in what context you're talking. As I understand it, it's... Uh, it's sold about 60% of what the PlayStation has sold, but at the same time, versus figures on the 360, it's, yeah. it's actually outperforming I I get it. the 360. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it is doing well. It I think he's within his right to say it. I mean, the thing that you have to remember about these consoles is, is yes, indeed, the PlayStation 4 is a more powerful console than the Xbox but if you compare both of those devices to a PC, a gaming rig that was made like in the last 12 months, no, then they're both nothing. a fucking joke. Like the PS4 yeah. isn't that much more powerful than the Xbox. Like it, it might be 10% more powerful in a, in, a, in a fight that needn't happen because they're both <laughs> fucking underpowered, which is why both companies are talking about bringing out better ones. Yes, definitely. And that's the issue here, isn't it? Indeed, but at least Phil understands that uh, splitting the user base would be a bad idea and not yes. having a substantial upgrade would be a bad idea. So that is something as the saga continues, buddy. Indeed. So we'll move on. Next, uh, 10 minutes of Uncharted single-player footage leaked this week. Uh, Naughty Dog responded by uh, releasing some official footage. Um I can't tell you what that footage was because I'm not going to watch any more Uncharted before I play it. I don't want to ruin any more of that thing. No, me neither, buddy. I'm in the you same boat. You didn't see boat. it either? No? no, I don't want to. Why would I see something that I'm going to experience? It's like watching 10 minutes of a film. Why would you do that? Yeah, it even specifically Stupid. said it was from like chapter 10. I'm like, okay, I don't want to fucking see it then. No, so. I don't want to know what happens in chapter 10. Don't tell me. Shitbags. As I understand it, it looks gorgeous. Have you seen the the news that some other developer might be making Uncharted Five? 
Well, I heard that Naughty Dog weren't going to do another one, um, and I suppose in a sort of Bioshocky way, that doesn't mean there won't be another one. But um, I don't like the idea. Yeah, it worries me a little bit. <laughs> that might happen, and that game will be uh, shite probably. But oh well, you know they they came out and said our our next project's going to be like super good. So that that fills me with confidence because <laughs> the majority of their games have been really fucking good. Hopefully, um, some other developer Uncharted can come out alongside some other developer Bioshock and some other developer Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and yeah. then that can be like the shittest game year of all time. <laughs> I'd really enjoy that. That'd be sweet. Special. Yeah. Uh, we move on. Uh, the next Fallout DLC is called Wasteland Workshop, uh, and it will launch on the 12th of April. Um, as I understand it, it's just a load of builder base options and assets yep. and stuff. Um, I believe which so. is cool if new, you're into new building. Street lights. Yes, new streetlights. Streetlights! Street lights. Street lights. Um, did you see Bethesda? They're doing something with E3. Did you see that? They're having a press conference or something. I can't remember what they said. There was a date and things. They're doing the they're doing the thing they did last year in the Chinese theater, aren't they? With the I think uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the news today again. Like this week's news has been toilet, apart from yesterday and today. Yeah, I, uh, I actually I started Bad doing the pod notes on Monday, and there was just nothing fucking there. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. At all. But lots of release dates and all sorts of stuff. This April twelfth is a busy days. day as well. A lot of shit going down. Yeah, it's um, Dark Souls, isn't it? As well, that one. Dark Souls, Destiny, The Division, Fallout. Yeah. Other games, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Gears Four. Uh, Gears Four has got a release date finally, buddy. It is the eleventh of October. 12th. April 12th, 12th of April. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> this is the 11th of October and presumably being a first party Microsoft title buddy will be coming out around the same time on the PC. Yeah, buddy. That's I probably kind of won't get it because it's, it's a co-op game. Yeah, yeah. I might have to invest in a gaming rig. Yeah, we'll do that. Depends what happens at E3, really. If they start iterating on my console, buddy, then I'll start saving up for a PC, I think. Oh, I don't want a PC. I've already spoken about it, actually. It's all right, buddy. We're just running big picture mode. That works seamlessly at all times. I'm calling bullshit on that. <laughs> it's not true. Finally, in the news this week, uh, we have uh, NVIDIA. Uh, they're launching a new mobile graphics card for your laptop, which supports 4K and VR. Fuck off. This is a fucking beast. Uh, if you are a PC nerd, I encourage you to look up the NVIDIA Quadro M5500. Uh, this is a fully enabled GM204 GPU. Uh, it runs at 150 watts, has 8 gig of DDR5 RAM, and a clock speed of 6.6 gigahertz, and it is for your laptop. You sound like such a geek. Well, what's your problem? You love it. <laughs> it's fine. I do love it. <laughs> Has a boost clock uh, of around 1140 megahertz, buddy. Is that a alarm clock made of boost bars? <laughs> it is indeed an alarm clock made of boost bars. I uh, mean, one of the greatest chocolate bars. Um, is it 
1.21 gigawatts. It certainly is. Okay. So anyway, that's fairly ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I looked at that earlier and I was thinking, this must be a grand, like on his own. But yeah. um, it's a thing that exists if you want that sort of thing. I suppose maybe this is their answer to the uh, plug and play. Uh, yeah, AMD. I guess so. They're coming out and being like, yeah, fuck that. You don't need to do that. You Up yours. You can put one of these in there. Yeah. You just got to have, like, you know, a massive ice pack on it at all times. Like the <laughs> yeah, size you... of your house. Yes. Yes. Very, very popular in the Arctic. Um, <laughs> a little difficult to run anywhere else. Yes, buddy. So before we head into Pastures New, buddy, we should probably head into um, what's fast becoming my favourite section of the podcast, mm. which would be Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. What have you TM. got for us? Mate, TM. I've, got, I've, got, I've got two things this week, because one, I, th- I feel like I need to inform people on this thing with the division. Like The update is coming on the April 12th, yeah? And crafting in the division is getting totally fucked over so um at the moment you get like a decent amount of stuff when you um um what's it deconstruct so you get like say like two uh two bits of fabric or whatever yeah yeah that's that's going down to one yeah what yeah you're not gonna get two you're gonna get one what like nectar points what the fuck yeah damn right and also, this is the worst of it. Like, you know, like, the, um, the hierarchy of things. Like, you can turn green into blue, and then you can turn blue into gold, yeah? Yes, yes. And it takes, uh, like, they're all on a 5 to 1, apart from the gold, which is an 8 to 1. So, yeah, that's getting totally boned as well. It's going to a 10 to 1 for greens, a 15 to 1 for blue to gold... And it's just, like, ridiculous. Like, so uh, there was an example here. Uh, originally, it could, it would take 200 green crafting components in order to make one gold item. After these changes, it will take 1,500 green components to make one gold, gold item. And are they and the bumping that, up drops as well to kind I, of accommodate I, I don't for know. That? Like, I, I didn't really... I haven't looked into that. I was just like, wow, the crafting is seriously getting boned. So I advise anyone with the division before April 12th, sort out all your shit. <laughs> get grinding. <laughs> um, well, no, not get grinding. If you've got like... like I've got like about like three, 400 like green shit just lying around. That I haven't done because I'm waiting till I get to level 300, uh, three, uh, 30, not 300. Fucking I'll be there forever. Um, <laughs> level 30 before I start doing crafting. Um, so now I'm going to go on the division and just get rid of everything and get all gold fabrics and everything now. Because Do your exchanging before yeah. the 12th, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I advise anyone with the division to do that. Like this weekend, as soon as you listen to this podcast, go and do it. Um, <laughs> Makes sense, because otherwise you're going to get totally fucked. Um, so that that was my like bit of news, but my exciting bit of the news, buddy. You know how like I don't know a while ago we obviously we've been talking about VR, and I said like a VR game that I want would be like an RTS, like where you you can look down on a table. Yes, kind of yes. thing. Yeah. So the Dota mini map in VR kind of looks like this. 
So the the VR for Dota is you've got a massive screen like a um, like a cinema screen in front of you in VR. Then underneath the screen is like a 3D mini map. Like the whole map is there. Uh, like there's a video I can't remember where um, somewhere of uh, like the Steam VR, and um, you only get to see it for like about three or four seconds. But uh, like in that three four seconds, I was just like. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> gonna nice. Be so immersed. But yeah, like it, it's not like fucking news, but it was just something that I was like, that's gonna be really cool when someone actually makes this like tabletop RTS kind of thing. Is it kind of like the the Minecraft Hololens demonstration? Is that kind of what you're after, where they sort of look down over the world? Yeah, and you can see yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But obviously in in VR, not augmented reality. Because sounds that's nice. Just weird. Yeah, man. So yeah, this this thing looks like that, and yeah, it, I was just got really excited and was like, "Woo! I can't wait for that, buddy." <laughs> nice, but, yeah. buddy. Why not? That is uh, my news favorite things of the week, I guess. Lovely. Thank you yeah, very thanks. much. No problems, and, buddy. And that is the news. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what have we got this week, buddy? Fonz or Phoenix? Thumbs up or thumbs down? We got a cheeky thumbs up, buddy. We got funds, some sort of funds, and that is because of the fact that the PlayStation update is live, and therefore it's time to get the ball rolling on our community gaming sessions. Yeah, all those community events that I made last month will work properly, and people will see them. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, uh, oh, community goodness. gaming is a go, buddy. We can now uh, part, part of the PlayStation update was that you can create uh, user-created um, gaming sessions, which you can uh, events and stuff that people can join up with and get ready to use and stuff. Um, and that's cool. So let's start pushing that. See who wants to get involved and uh, get some events scheduled. Um, foreign people uh, tell us when would be good for you because obviously some of us are in different time zones um so friends from across the pond and so on uh get in touch um and yeah we need to start thinking about what we want to play as well i think uh, some of the games that don't require everyone being in a lobby together like Trackmania and dirt rally would be excellent yeah, i also definitely. think stuff like cod would be really good as well um but yeah, um, we will post some messages out on the community. If you have not joined our community yet, then you can find it on the PlayStation. It's just the JFG podcast. Yeah, um, they've enhanced the search features on that now, I believe. Much easier for, for you to find us. Um, I'm, I'm also very much hoping that uh, there'll be some implementation of some of those cross-platform features at some point. 
Um, at the moment, we are tied to the PlayStation, really, because uh, although Ash has got a PC capable of playing games, I my Mac is not built for that. And uh, so we're PlayStation only at the moment, I'm afraid. But um, that could change in the future. But yeah, I'm very excited, buddy. I'm excited to make some new friends and start playing with some people who send us questions and stuff each week. What about you? I'm going to fuck them up so <laughs> bad. shit on their balls, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, buddy, I can't wait. I mean, like like I said, like, last month I made these like community events. And I'm like, nobody likes me. <laughs> oh, why won't <laughs> play with me? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be good. Um, hopefully people will join in. And yeah, like you say, we'll have to just arrange some times to get together. Right I think now. the key with these sorts of things is uh, lots of notice. You know, yeah, I think so. three or four weeks in advance that that want that uh, event wants to pop up so people can get prepared and work things out. So yeah, I feel like we should try and do something for the Doom open beta because I, th- I feel like that's a game that a lot of people are going to want to play to test well, out. Anyone on the console can play that, so it could be well exactly. Worth that's it, what I'm yeah. thinking. We try and get a community event for the for that. I think that'd be a good one for that weekend sometime. So let us know when is a good time for you to play the Doom open beta on, when's it the 15th to, what, for three days is it open, I think? Yep, yep, over over that weekend. weekend. Should be cool. So yeah, big old funds for that reason. And uh, also probably a good time to mention that if you uh, aren't up to much on a Wednesday evening, then we record this podcast on Wednesdays and we live stream it on YouTube. We're live on YouTube right now. I am right waving now. manically at my camera like some sort of fucking prick. Um, Flipping the bird right now. You could Fuck be watching yes. that. I'm, I'm doing the wanker thing now. He's wanking, um, yeah. Is there a name for that? It's I don't, tossing it. Tossing it off. Yeah, maybe. Swearing. Swearing. I'll get my balls out later, maybe. But either way. Maybe. Um, here we are. So uh, if you uh, like that sort of thing um, or are struggling to get hard, then uh, we're here. We're here every Wednesday evening, buddies. Yeah, we are, and uh, we love it. We love it. But that is Fonzo Phoenix Gibbons, buddy. And now it's time for Out This Week. And that's Out This Week. (laughs) You're here. But if you are here, buddy, who's grooming the badgers for the badger parade? No idea. Good question. question. It's a good question. Um, Out this week, we've got some some big-ish games coming out this week. We've got Dark Souls 3 is uh, is probably the biggest. That's out on the Xbox One, PS4, and PC on the 12th of April. Uh, Or if you're a diehard fan who has an Xbox, you've been playing it for three weeks because it came out in Japan uh, (laughs) like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, And you could get hold of that. But either way, the uh, official release is the 12th of April worldwide. and yeah, we've got some Bloodborne talk coming up um, in a couple of sections time, something that I really need to get back to. Um, and I need to complete that game before I even think about getting Dark Souls 3, to be honest. Have you so, read um, any of the reviews about this? I, I have read a lot of reviews that say it's um, it's good, 
it's just not as good as the first one. Um, yeah. But better so, than the second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is know. fair. Uh, yeah. I, to be honest, no matter what any of the reviews say, I can't help but think that pretty much every review I've read suggests that Bloodborne is a far better game. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> but I think Dark Souls might be one of those things where the first one you played is the one you liked the most, to be honest. Like, Possibly, first, but I like, played Dark proper, Souls 2 first and I thought that was shit. Yeah, but you didn't play it for very long though, did you? I played for enough to know that it was shit. Fair enough. Well, most I think most Souls fans would agree with you there, to be honest. So, fair play, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway, that is out this week. We also have... Um, I've put this in for our American listeners, um, nice, possibly like Canada as well. Uh, this is Ratchet and Clank, which for some reason is launching um, this week in the US. but is the April, April 12th? 12th of April again. 12th of April, mate. Yep. Seriously. But uh, it's not coming out in the UK till the 22nd. I will pop this in again when that game is coming out <laughs> over here. But um, it's not this... Alakine's gun, though, buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Do you see the reviews on that thing? <laughs> yeah. Shit the bed. Don't go there. Ratchet & Clank is the nicest-looking console game I've ever seen in my life. Um, it looks very pretty, doesn't it? It's gorgeous. I've played it. It plays beautifully. And... Um, uh, I don't think I'll buy it because I've got like 30 games on the go at the moment. I think this is a game we're going to pick up when it's like 10 quid in a sale. Yeah, probably. And I don't think Christmas. it'll be too long before it gets to that sort of price point, to be honest. It's launching at £30 and, you know, it's going up against a lot of big games. So, yeah. I don't know. But it looks, it looks great. Um, really does. I, I feel like there's going to be a demo of this on the store as well. I don't know. Well, I, I, I know that a demo exists, so it wouldn't exactly, cost them that's anything true. to... That, that's not what tipped me off on that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised, buddy. You're probably right there. There's every chance they could pop that demo on there. and um, That'd be nice. Just beautiful looking game. Absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, uh, Risk of Rain is out on the PS4 and Vita. Uh, it is a roguelike 2D side-scrolling platformer looks quite interesting we have stories the path of destinies uh, which is a ps4 and pc game this is a sort of quite funny looking uh, third person action rpg looks quite fun quite nice uh, we have uh, orion legacy of the kore odan i apologize if i've pronounced that wrong but who fucking knows frankly that's a pc game it's a 2d ish uh, anime RPG uh, and the last game that's out this week is Code of Princess which is a PC game that looks a hell of a lot like Streets of Rage if you ask me buddy but uh, Fair dude. yeah so yeah not too much coming out but a couple of big ones and uh, it's all about Dark Souls this week to be honest every podcast you listen to will talk about Dark Souls not us because we haven't got some sort of Steam Press account so we haven't been able to play it but, or we uh, didn't buy the um, Jap version. We didn't buy the Jap version because we haven't got Xboxes. So um, true. Now you can get it on PS4 as well. I thought it was uh, Xbox specific, but uh, I might. No, I may um, well be I wrong. I remember there was one funny thing though. Like um, with the the Japanese version, what was it like? Um, if you set your Xbox back to English before you downloaded it, it would download the English version instead of the Japanese. 
which was a bit weird. Very strange indeed. Indeed. So yeah, but they haven't got the day one patch yet, which is very strange as well, since it's been out for like two, three weeks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, uh, to be honest, it's, it's been weird. kind of winding me up this week, why everyone's so confused as to why it came out early in Japan. It's because of the financial year in Japan. Kind of makes sense now. They wanted to get the game out so that they could count it in profits for the previous year. Makes As sense, I understand yeah. it, that's the very simple business reason why it was released early. But um, everyone seems baffled. I don't know why. But uh, either way, uh, I could imagine if you were someone who struggled not to look at the stuff coming out, because unfortunately what it means is that the game has been completed by thousands of people and you can watch entire playthroughs of it on YouTube weeks before it came out, which is not what you want for a Souls game. Those games are designed to be discovered altogether. And, um, yeah bit of a shame but uh hopefully you saved yourselves uh from yourselves and uh kept away from the media on that one and uh, good luck to you if you're playing that because from what i've heard it seems easier than most souls games until about halfway through when it's suddenly impossible and uh, that would be the point My when the dirty casual stop playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. probably but either way that is out this week And now it's time for the JFG Top 5. Buddy, what's the top five top five this week? I don't know if you've noticed, buddy. Uh, you probably haven't because you live in the north. But the weather seems to be improving over the uh, last week or two. It's starting. To, I'm starting to get that sort of spring feeling, buddy. That sort of feeling where well, I. Why do you think I'm doing this bloody gardening, Malarkey? <laughs> yep, yep. Start doing that feeling. Pissing it down, would I? You're like Jesus. I I suppose I I could perhaps it is at least an option for me to leave my house today. I could do that. What? Are you joking? I mean, it, it's it's an option, buddy. But I got to say, fuck all that shit. Frankly, because uh, there's games to be played. They don't stop coming out. I've got a backlog. I haven't got time for spring and summer. You no, know, I, I don't want to be outside. No, and and I can help you out with that. Dear listener, here are the top five reasons to play games instead of going outside. So number one, because back in the 90s, I was told that there was a large hole forming in the ozone layer. Alarmingly, talk of this crisis eventually dried up completely, like the arid continents presumably unlucky enough to be located below said hole. We here at the JFG Podcast shall not be fooled though, and like a heffalump, we never forget. That hole could still be out there, buddies, and stepping outside could lead to near instant spontaneous combustion. Do not risk it. Stay in your house and play Pez. What is this? 
What? Duh. I'm, I can't go outside. Uh, if, if there's the fact that I will just die if I go outside, I mean, I'm not going Could outside. happen. Could happen, buddy. What, what happened to the ozone speak? Oh, I don't like it. Number two. Uh, hundreds of games launch every year, taking in and covering every intricate aspect of the cultures of the world. Video games and their values are therefore the perfect teacher and the only one you will ever need. They show you how to become a person. This is also worth remembering if you're trying to work out how to raise a child. It's also true, Betty. You don't need the outside world, buddy. Video games are there to teach people how to live. And mm. you can and stay in people. while doing that. Yeah, you can. But you can go outside within them, you know. It's, it's all there. It's all there. It's all there, buddy. <laughs> Number three. Uh, staying in and playing games rather than going outside and seeing the world can lead to a sedentary lifestyle conducive to dramatic weight gain. This can be a problem, buddy. And some people yes. might be thinking, I should go outside and stop being fat. But yeah, i got news not for me, you. Though. You can solve this by staying inside. Okay. Weight is not an issue when nobody can see you, buddy. If an ah. obese man falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does he make a sound? It's probably like... Uh. <laughs> 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 Possibly. I reckon... I'm going to go out on a limb and that's how it sounds. Probably <laughs> some heavy breathing as well. <laughs> okay, so you think he does make a sound? Uh, maybe he's got like a dictaphone on him. Records it. Okay. Then so the dictaphone it. is listening. Yeah, the, the dictaphone's there, and then he um, he's ordered a carrier pigeon to do a flyby after he's fallen over. Right. Yeah. And uh, it, it takes it to the destination where people play it back, and then it's it's the sound of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There you go, made a sound. Fourth reason to stay inside and play games rather than going outside. There is now VR, which is like outside, but inside. Rendering outside completely pointless. Essentially, if you go outside, you are a backwards-thinking chump. Yeah, I mean, why would I go outside when I can go outside inside? USA. Totally. It's true. <laughs> and number five, the fifth reason not to go outside, but in fact to stay in and play video games. Because there are people outside and they will fucking cut you. I mean, I don't want to get cut. That hurts. And Stranger danger, yeah. buddy. Stranger danger, buddy. I mean, there are strangers on the internet, but you can't see them or touch them well you could I can see you right now you're on the internet but I can't touch you right now no and therefore you can't cut me you can you can be safe you can insult me from afar buddy and I can't get to you it's so true not without leaving the house no but I lock the door and then you won't be able to get in that's still my main concern about VR headsets by the way what locking doors 
No, people break in and you, you're like you got headphones on, you're blind Cocking and you're deaf. No, like honestly, regardless of, of what you're porn. doing, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can't see and you can't hear. And you imagine you're alone in your house because you're a bit of a loner, and you you could get stabbed up. Like them electro girls. Them electro girls will get you. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I totally understand that. I think that's strange because, like, you go to sleep every day, buddy. And yeah, that's closing if there was your a eyes. Noise, I'd wake up. Or would you? Yeah, if I'm playing video games and I and the doorbell rings, then I'll go and answer the door. If I'm yeah, playing VR asleep, games, buddy. no, I, no, it's. It's scary, and it's why the Vive has a, a built-in <laughs> camera so that you can see the room if you want to. But, yeah, um, it does make sense to have some kind of feature where you can uh, be alerted from the outside world, but yeah, uh, I'm still worried about people getting in and cutting me open. I, I don't like that. I mean, the, the, even if it isn't a murderer, which, you know, statistically it might not be, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'd say the stats are probably in your favour. Yeah, but just just your misses, right? You're you're playing games and you've got head. You can't hear the outside world. You can't see the outside world. And your misses wants your attention. What does she do? What like tap you on the shoulder? Tap you on the back? You probably jump whatever she does. Like, well, did I, <laughs> did I send you that video of the guy in VR uh, in the shopping mall? In um, he was going on a roller coaster. He's standing there, and this guy just like pushes him forward as the roller coaster like starts going over the edge, yeah. and he just spazzes out like on the floor, <laughs> and everyone's like running over trying to help him. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's so funny, and yeah, I mean that could happen, but yeah, that can, can see happen. What you're <laughs> you need to see that video, it's so funny. Anyway, your best bet is to stay indoors. Hmm. With That's kind of what doors. I'm saying here. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Those are our top five reasons to nice stay point. in and play games, buddies. And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago. Come on then, buddy. I'm all ready. I'm lubed up. I mean, sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> That's our other one. <laughs> That's our late, late podcast. Uh, yeah, so where are we going? Where, what are we doing? I'm ready. Have I got a fucking cracker for you, Sonny Jim, laddie boy, Sonny Jim, boy, boy, laddie boy? Laddie boy, boy, Sonny Jim, Jim. We're going back to the 11th of April, 1992. Oh, uh, It's entirely old. conceivable that many of our listeners were not born on Maybe. this date. And uh, they have probably played this game since though because it's one of the greatest games ever released uh, this is Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo I'm lost with the words buddy it's so good 
<laughs> I genuinely looked into my camera phone like, what? Is he, is he having a stroke? Can you smell toast, buddy? Is that you all right? Maybe. Yeah, buddy. Just wow. You don't get better than that. Every other game can literally suck a dick. Would this be... I mean, this would be in my top ten of all time, this game. Uh, and I've never owned a, 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 a Nintendo console. Despite never owning a Nintendo, I've completed this game, I, th- I think, at least, like, ten times. And Standard. It was a mixture of playing it when I was little around friends' houses and emulation. Um, I was a Sega boy. I had the Master System. I had the Mega Drive. I had the Dreamcast. And I played a lot of Saturn. Uh, and in hindsight and looking back with some sense of perspective as much as I loved as much as I loved Sonic uh, and I did love Sonic especially Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Mega Drive um, there is no better platformer as far as I'm concerned than Super Mario World on the SNES that's just the best the music gets stuck in my head on a monthly basis um so many iconic levels the introduction of so many characters that live long in the memory as well and have been built into their own games uh just an incredible game just and and still brilliant i've played it recently i pretty much play it every year and i I can't think of any other games that i play there there is no other game that i play every year other than super mario world like it's just it never gets old. It never gets boring to me. Did you have a SNES when you were little? Yes. I think so I had two. Yeah. <laughs> did you get three? <laughs> did one of them break or did you just have two? Yeah, because... I think one broke in the end, uh, which was a shame. Played it uh, to death. Had, yeah, played, yeah, definitely. I had countless number of controllers as well back in the day. Um, mainly through temper tantrums of uh, Street Fighter Rage. Uh, good times <laughs> this game was the pinnacle of 2D platforming for me it doesn't get any better than this it is the Don um, it just has everything like um, I played a lot of like, obviously like the original Super Mario um, on the NES and um, obviously going through 2 which was weird and then back into 3 which was much better um, but this was just something new because the, the the graphics were so improved the music was you know it still had that iconic style but it was just better obviously not being 8-bit uh, being 16-bit now so like there's more sound to it and everything and it brought in like you say new characters and things like that and yeah the the checkpoints as well they were a big thing it was just fantastic. All the, uh, the the open world map, not open world, but you know the the map that you go around and things like that. It brought new dynamics to to it all. I mean, they they did do that in three. I think it was three where they did that a bit. Yes. But th- this was just you know it had a level of polish to it. This felt uh, all the, the, the map secret felt like areas. a continent, didn't it? In in Mario yeah. World. Yeah, yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And um, all the secret areas within there and like all the different shortcuts where like they were in previous games, but not like this, how like uh, an island would say like pop up out of uh, out of um, the sea or whatever. uh, I think it was. Um, It was just it was just really cool. Um, What a game. So much fun. And 
yeah, like I say, it was my pinnacle of 2D platforming, and then they took it into the 3D with Super Mario or Mario 64 and smashed it again for me, really. And then, then after that, I was like, yeah, I'm done. No more Mario, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an absolute corker. It's still my favourite 2D side scroller of all time. Um, it's just an incredible game. It's it's a uh, stands the test of time and um yeah it's hard to say much else I th- everyone knows about this game it's it's a very old game now but it still feels really fresh um as a little aside i, I <laughs> would like to put a little plug out for smooth mcgroove which is a youtube artist who does like acapella video game yeah. music and he's done a lot of the like overworld themes to super mario world acapella like layered them up uh, you can find them on YouTube, but they're fucking hilarious. But yeah, um, as uh, like someone who's just massively into music and has created music and stuff in the past, that's something that really stands out to me. The the, the themes to this game are just timeless, yeah. and uh, it's always the nicest looking Mario uh, to me. Like I, I love the art style. I, the, the, everything about it is just fabulous, and. Uh, one of my favourite games of all time and I don't know where they're headed next but shit the bed buddy what a game what a game yeah it makes me kind of want to play Mario Maker but also I'm not going to do that because I haven't got a Wii and never will it's alright buddy that thing will work on the NX which we will probably (laughs) end up getting I feel like I'm going to buy that loads of NX leaks apparently coming out of the woodwork these past few months or something so it's been weird but I'm just I'm just gonna ignore it yeah like just I'm just gonna wait until they're like yeah look at this it's really cool a cooked goose (laughs) (laughs) it's true indeed but yeah Super Mario World buddy ugh salad days that's it Super Mario World is a game that the (laughs) the section many moons ago was invented for definitely the 11th of April, 1992. Uh, if you are some sort of intense Mario fascist, then you might be uh, posturing right now saying how it didn't come out then. Uh, it did come out then in my area. <laughs> like it came out, that, that was its EU release date. This is a game that actually came out almost two years earlier in Japan, but this was a, I know, right? This was a time when that could happen because <laughs> the world was much larger and yes. things took much longer. But... Um, in our province, at least, this was the 11th of April, 1992, which saw the release on the SNES of Super Mario World. And now it's time for the JFG quiz. I'm looking at the title of the quiz. I don't fancy my chances. I felt more comfortable about the controllers than this. Really? I think so, because I don't know a lot about them. I play them, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think you're going to do well here. I, I, I'm not saying I've made it easier, but I've made it less... It's definitely less obscure. And Okay. Um, I think that this is this is the sort of quiz where if it wasn't multiple choice, you wouldn't have a fucking prayer. But, be- <laughs> okay. but because it is, it I think is, you're going to yeah. be okay. I know what you're saying. Okay, go on then. It's, uh, yeah, you need to tell them, <laughs> tell everyone what kind of quiz it oh, is. Oh yeah, right? they can't read my mind. Uh, this is <laughs> this is <laughs> Alex's racing game quiz. Um, 
I love racing games. We've been playing Dirt Rally, so I thought it was only fitting that we went down the racing game road, so to speak, lol, Roffel. Oh, um, so here we go. Go on then. Question one. This racing game was made by Bizarre Creations and launched on the Dreamcast on the 3rd of November in the year 2000. Was it A, Formula One, B, Metropolis Street Racer, or C, Project Gotham Racing? You're going for B. You're going for B, Metropolis Street Racer. Yeah. That is correct. He's on the board. I'm done. One and done. That's my motto. Question two. This controversial racer released on the PC in 1997 (laughs) featuring pedestrians but then zombies. Is it A. Twisted Metal B. Roll Cage or C. Carmageddon I don't know. What was it again? What What were the options again? Uh, you've got A. Twisted Metal uh, B. Is Roll Cage or C. Carmageddon I want to say B, because I don't, I don't know, I, I kind of vaguely remember the other two, but I have no idea. I'm going to go for B. It's gone for B, Roll Cage. Uh, I'm afraid it was Carmageddon, buddy. I thought it was Carmageddon, you know, but I don't know. I didn't think it had people in it, but I don't remember that game whatsoever. Worth noting, you can pick that up on uh, iOS and Android, the full original game, uh, and it plays really nicely on phones. Nice. And you can get it for nothing. Question three. This game was our first introduction to lovable bastard Conquer the Squirrel. Is the game A. Diddy Kong Racing B. Mario Kart 64 or C. Crash Team Racing I would say Diddy Kong Racing because it was a rare game. You going with A? Yeah. That's spot on, buddy. Absolutely right. Nailed it. Question four. This PS1 franchise was made by Liverpudlian studio Cygnosis. Is it A, Tokyo Extreme Racer, B, V-Rally, or C, Wipeout? I have no idea. C, Wipeout. That is correct, buddy. Nailed it. Cygnosis, Cygnosis, Cygnosis. Wipeout people. 
So you've done pretty well up to this point, buddy. Yeah, it's all guesswork. You've got well. three out of four. Special. Can you make it four out of five? Question five. The odds are not in my favour. This racing game is the best racing game of all time. <laughs> okay. Is it A, Project Gotham Racing 4, B, Project Gotham Racing 4, <laughs> or C, Project Gotham Racing 4? I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll have uh, my choices A, B, and C, please. That is correct, buddy. That yes. is correct. It Nailed The answer it. was A, B, and or C, Project Gotham Raising 4. And that scores you a 4 out of 5 on the uh, racing I'm game quiz. I'm happy with that. You know, that's good guesswork. You're happy with that, were you? I got the, sort of, I got the curve about right there. Yeah, you nailed it, buddy. I mean, I definitely didn't know who made Wipeout and the Carmageddon one. Guess them ones. Got it. It's a beautiful no, thing. I got the Carmageddon one wrong, didn't I? Oh, well. I didn't know that then. Four out of five, though, buddy. It's a solid score. And, uh, Cheers, Bean. Yeah. I quite like the whole uh, this bloody blah you know, the whole descriptive and then guess it off of the description rather than it yeah, being like an actual nice. question. Yeah. So, yeah. So well played. I've got a doozy for you next week. Any clues? Um, in my head, something to do with developers. I think. Okay, that sounds tricky straight off the bat. Okay, yeah. no, I'm up for the I challenge. I won't make it hard though. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's multiple choice, buddy. One of three. Gibbons. And well played there, buddy. Now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. got some questions buddy Funk's got this for us this week buddy and uh, I know he wasn't especially impressed with uh, his experiences of Dark Souls so I found this a little surprising but here we are Funk says I've been playing Bloodborne what a game it's kicking my ass all over the shop but I keep coming back for more speaking of which have you been back to it since you went all moist for it? Or was it a flash in the pan for the JFG? So yeah, uh, to be honest with you, Funk, we haven't gone back, I don't think. And no, I that's mainly it. because we've been buying about eight games a month for the last, like, <laughs> however long. I think since I got like that November, game. Yeah. we've just been fucking racking up the games. Since like, November, oh, I think we've bought 20 games. 
and easily uh, it's got to be and i haven't completed half of them no. so uh i i must say there was a little bit of sort of i think because it's such a difficult game to get into the longer the longer time that passed that i didn't play it the more i didn't want to go back because i thought yeah, it just kicked my ass all that. over again yeah. It's so difficult get back to into the rhythm of the yes, game. And yes. that's what's the hardest part about it. I want to go back. I I feel <laughs> that that environment like it's one of my favorite game worlds ever. It's so atmospheric and wonderful and um so rewarding. Uh, I've already favorably compared it to Dirt Rally, uh, the Dirt Rally of yeah. its genre. It's it's got that sort of rinse repeat gameplay about it and uh, so foreboding and I will go back. I'm. I am certain that I will go back. But um, yeah, I've just had so many games to play that I haven't revisited it. And I had every intention this year of finishing Bloodborne and and then buying Dark Souls at launch. And that just hasn't happened for me because I've been playing so many other things. But um, I'm really glad that Funk's enjoying this, buddy. Like it took us a while to get into it, but it's just a fabulous game, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, it, it ranked very highly on a lot of people's Game of the Year's uh, list last year. And, well, we know why, because it is a cracking game. And, yeah, if you still haven't played that game and you have time to put into some games, then um, I recommend it. It's, it's a motherfucker at first, but when, when you start getting into it, it is very satisfying and lots of fun. But just expect to die a lot at the beginning. Um and you'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the perfect game for grinding as well because you you know the more you rank up, the easier it will become. And yep. people don't really mention that in Souls games, you know. Like if you find it really really difficult, you can persevere with just sort of grinding through low level enemies to the point where you yeah. get more powerful. Like that learning that that difficulty curve is 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 kind of in your control to a degree. So. I mean the 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 look of it the feel of it and it's so foreboding wandering around it it's uh yeah it's just fabulous and the bosses were incredible I've seen a lot of reviews of Dark Souls 3 that suggest the bosses are a little weak in that one um you won't find any of those problems here um it's just a fantastic game um it's cool that Funk's enjoying it and it the the fact that he said that like it 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 felt like I've kind of been mugging myself off, like I need to go back to that game. So I think I need to go back pronto, to be honest. Definitely, buddy. I agree. And now it's time for JFG Correspondence. Every week, we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. Oh, shit, what do I say? What, what the fuck or something? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, buddy. Fill your boots. What's the score? What are we doing, huh? What 
are you saying? We got some bits and bobs this week, buddy. Uh, firstly, from Mark, he sent me a message um, as we started recording. I know he was very excited about the uh, the, the PC remote play stuff um, yeah. with the PlayStation. Uh, he uh, he is not operating with a dual television setup, so. Uh, yeah, that, that's a good point. This is a fantastic way of doing that. So you got a laptop or whatever, bosh it in, off yeah. you go. Yeah, he uh, he says remote play is amazing. Uh, why would you bother getting a gaming PC? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Games run seamlessly on my MacBook Pro. Um, he's away. He's loving it, and uh, it means that good while news. the missus is uh, watching some shite, uh, I'm not being Standard. sexist. That's just what he said. Uh, <laughs> it means he can uh, he can play some games and. Um, yeah, this this technology is in its infancy, but I think it's fabulous, and it can only get better. And you don't require computing power to run it, so it, you know it should spread to all devices. And as you said, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it runs on your tablet. That's really exciting as well. We can talk about that next week, maybe. But um, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a big feature that kind of has got come in under the radar, but uh, I think it's going to gather a lot of pace. Yeah, definitely, buddy. I'm I'm well up for it. It's ace. Uh, next, we had a, a tweet from JJ this week, uh, and he was talking about the division, uh, and he said um, there are end game worries, uh, but challenging with buddies is where it's at. I totally agree with him there. Yep. Um, it's all about getting into a party with some people, setting the difficulty up to hard, and doing some proper cover based fucking shooting. It's cool. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that game, like the actual... Well, this is when we start looking at the proper game mechanics in this and trying to exploit the shit out of them. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Sussing out the AI and making a mockery of it as best we can. Um, definitely. Um, Where can we hide where they so, can't yeah. kill us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know JJ's got a level 30 character because he's on my friends list. And I can see I can see what you're doing, JJ. So I, I know that he's up there, <laughs> which is cool. Um he also signs off with um, something I entirely agree with as well. Uh, PS, fuck PS 4.5, time for PC Master Race. <laughs> I think you may well be correct there as well, buddy. Um, when it's nice and seamless, then I'm fully on board. Yeah. yeah still never. still those annoying driver issues and stuff, but uh, hopefully... See, this is where I think like the Steam boxes and things could... Getting involved, you know, they're the same. I mean, the consoles are, are becoming the Steam boxes, aren't they? If they're iterating yeah, like exactly. that, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, but then, yeah, yeah. You're right. The, the consoles are just becoming the Steam boxes, and the but Steam boxes didn't seem like a good idea are to me. Gravable? Are they upgradable? Um, I don't know. I don't know how upgradable that, that, they'd that's be. Really. What you want? You want something that's kind of going to be maintained in a way, so games run properly, and they'll have probably like specific settings on them um, for certain games to get the best out of them. See, this is the and biggest then... problem that I have, and I've I've been listening to several podcasts this week that just don't seem to get it. To be honest, now the problem that I see is if. If, if Sony release a new PlayStation that is double the power of the old one, do you think 
that developers have the time, money, and resources whilst being under pressure from publishers to yeah. optimize their games for both devices. Do you think that they're going to optimize, put as much time and money and expertise into optimizing for the shitter console? Or do you think they're going to put all of their time and money and effort into optimizing the for the more powerful one? Because Definitely. that's the one that sells fucking consoles. That's the one that you see at E3. Like, yeah, you're splitting your user base, whether you say you are or not, whether the games don't run, whether the games run on the old device or not. This is not a PC thing. This is not a thing where... The, the systems are set up so that the experience is really good for people on a mid-range one as well as a powerful one. What's going to happen is, if you haven't got the latest tech, you're going to get fucked. And that is the crux of the problem, and that is why I've got such an issue with it. And I, I wonder why more people don't seem to understand that on the sort of podcast that I listen to and the websites that I, I visit. It's just... You're in la-la land if you think they're going to properly support the people who spent the least amount of money. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, true. I agree. So, yeah, no, JJ, I'm with you. <laughs> I think I could have just said that, to be honest. Let's round things off, buddy, from our friendly neighbourhood, PJ. Let's off, yeah. Let's, Let's get, this, get this sorted. Uh, PJ says, uh, How do you judge value for money when it comes to games? Is it purely cost versus time spent playing it, or does your enjoyment and or appreciation of the game weigh into the mix? Obviously, I'm not talking about stupidly high-priced, super special, more money than sense collector's editions with bells, whistles, and a figurine. So, he he's probably heard us talking previously about how dismissive uh, games journalists can be of the time versus money argument. Um... Because we've said before, like, we are a couple of normal people. We need to make our money kind of go as far as it will go. And, and that is important to us, the whole how long will a game keep you entertained. It isn't the be-all and end-all for me, buddy. How about you? I, I, I pay money for good games. That's about it. <laughs> like, no, it's not down to, like, time spent or... It's just, I, I put mainly down to enjoyment. Um, I don't know how to, I don't know, put that in a number. It, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's important, like the length of time. Like if, if a single player game is five hours long and it's 50 pounds, then yeah, that it weighs heavily on my mind. The, the thought of paying that 50 pounds for that five hours, it, I, I don't think that I would, no matter how brilliant that game is. I think that's the issue, not issue, but the main thing with us is we don't just go out and buy single-player games very often. Uh, we will buy something with co-op or, you know, a multiplayer aspect to it with a lot of replayability. So I, I feel that's where we kind of miss the point on this value for money, mainly because we don't see those games as good value for money. Like... Uh, it's like Ratchet and Clank. You're saying like it's thirty quid. You know it looks really good. I want to play it, but because it's just a single player one time thing, it's like well no, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'll just wait until it goes down in price. Like, but it, it's not high on my priority list to play that. Yeah. And so I'll I'll just you know I'll wait for it to go down. 
You're spot um, on. You're absolutely yeah. right. It's uh, and I suppose therefore it comes down to gaming habits more than anything else. Like that's kind of where yeah, it's definitely. at. It's the amount of time you have available to you because you wouldn't place such value on something being long if you didn't have the time to play it. You'd be mu- you'd be far more interested in the quality of the experience rather than the length of the game. Like something that takes 40 hours to complete if you are someone who works like 50 hours a week and has three children then you probably wouldn't want that anyway so i suppose it comes down to yeah it comes down to the sort of gamer that you are as to how you place what the importance you place upon value for money and how you calculate value for money it kind of it just depends on who you are and what you're after and yeah as very much online orientated co-op gamers we place less value on single player content we just do yes no matter how good it is uh i think you're spot on buddy it's the same with hitman as well like yeah yeah and the fact that we often share the cost of games as well it's uh brings a whole new thing in there as well so yeah i think for us i think pj's probably actually hit the nail on the head for us at least in that sort of time spent if if we can see that a game's going to last the pair of us a long time and has multiplayer then we place far more value on it than a, a far better game that is a single player experience sub 10 hours because we just probably wouldn't spend the money and there are yep. exceptions like we're not buying uncharted for the multiplayer we're only really interested in the single player we'll still yeah, buy it because it's amazing it's, that well, hopefully. Because it's going to be amazing, hopefully. But uh, Yeah, and like um, The Witness, yep. Firewatch. Um, yep. yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed both of those games, you know. Um, they were cheap, though, weren't they? Well, The Witness was like 30 quid, I think, which is the same as like Ratchet and Clank. Um, so, I don't know. I love puzzles, though. So. That's true. <laughs> and lines and dots. Oh. I, I suppose we're no better than the journos then, buddy. Bunch of cunts. <laughs> They've got their way of placing value on things, and so do we. It's uh, yeah, Gibbons, comes down to your gaming habits by the looks of things. Indeed. So yeah, it's a, it was quite a thought-provoking question, actually. So thank you very much, PJ. Yeah, cheers, buddy. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 54 of the podcast. We're racking them up. Uh, It's been another plain sailing recording session. Uh, And, uh, yeah, uh, are you you staying on for some games now, buddy, or have you got to go? Yeah, buddy, uh, I'll have to do a feed in a bit, but, yeah, I'll I'll be playing some games. I don't see why not. Well, that's a beautiful thing. It is. You know, I'm hoping I see some more comical tattoos this week. It really did, you know make my day that it was uh, <laughs> do you worry that so that can't good. be topped i don't you know i don't think it can be topped not on a tattoo sense i mean what what's going to be better than seeing the chuckle brothers on someone's like inner thigh i mean i can think of like more like far more offensive things like like an a, a genuine cock and balls for example but but nothing as funny That's as not the chuckle as, brothers as funny. exactly no I can yeah. think of weirder, but not funnier. 
<laughs> I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Gibbons, buddy. <laughs> but good podcast. It's been nice, informative, and other stuff. Compelling happened. and rich. Yeah. Ah, as always. Good work, everyone. Days. Good work. Mm. <laughs> All you guys behind the scenes. Well played. It's the little people that really make it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever they... Borrowers, you know. Yeah, I believe so. Anyway. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. Uh, we're on Facebook, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. Our Twitter handle is at the JFG podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube by searching the JFG podcast. We're on SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud forward slash just for gamers. Uh, come and join our PlayStation community. Search the JFG podcast. You'll find us on there. Uh, send us some requests for games and ideas for community challenges and that sort of thing. Because let's get the ball rolling on that. Uh, yeah. And we're also on Google Plus, if that is how you choose to live your life. That Thanks so much for joining us, buddies. Uh, we hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.